every morning, Arabile Gumede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. All right, so it's 7.49. A quick look at some other news making headlines yesterday. Anglo CEO uh, just also highlighting the significance and the risk of ESCOM. Mark Kutafani highlighting that ESCOM is the biggest risk to Anglo-Americans, South African business in the short term. This is not new, Chantel. This is something that every company is going to look at and say, yeah, yeah, ESCOM is a big risk. Yeah, it's not only every company. It's probably every individual. Um, it's every statesman. Um, at the moment, uh, ESCOM's debt situation is completely out of control, as Internet highlighted earlier. Um, and because government does stand surety or has has basically a surety on those loans um, it, it's what you call a contingent liability on the government's balance sheet and it puts the government at risk for miners specifically they are quite energy intensive a lot of them are not energy self-sufficient and they're reliant on escom so if escom has any sort of issue with power or if escom prices go up by too much it directly impacts their ability to produce and also their bottom line so what i think is going to happen here is that these guys are going to start generating their own electricity in some way or another and that's going to place even more pressure on escom mm, i mean just think about it if more than 15 percent increase in uh, electricity prices is exactly what ESCOM is asking NERSA for, the National Energy Regulator. Technically, it's 17.1% in the first year, 15.4% in year two, and 15.5% in the third year there. Uh, the Minerals Council of South Africa warning that the implementation of that tariff increase, of those tariff increases over the three years, would wipe out at least 150,000 jobs or one-third of all the people working in the mining sector in South Africa. So that is definitely going to hurt in some way or other. ESCOM is a risk not just to Anglo, but clearly uh, to the country as a whole. Now, MTN has also said that uh, full-year earnings rose uh, as, as it shrugged off its tax dispute in Nigeria to report growth across its 21 markets. So MTN doing well, not because of Nigeria, but despite Nigeria. Yeah, so, I mean, MTN is recovering off a relatively low base. Um, we have seen, seen a recovery for them in their largest markets, which is Nigeria, um, South Africa, and then to a certain extent, Iran. Um, the problem with MTN is just that it's such a risky, it, it operates in such risky jurisdictions. Um, and what we've seen out of Nigeria is that regulatory uncertainty um continues to weigh on the rating for this company or the valuation for this company and will probably continue to do so in future. Um, if you're unsure about the operating environment that you're in, your consumer could be coming to the party in terms of data purchases and equipment purchases and making phone calls. Um, but penalties remain a big issue. In Iran, for example, sanctions remain a big issue. Are they going to be able to repatriate cash both out of Nigeria and out of Iran? What does it mean for the dividend? So even though earnings seem to be doing quite well there are still a lot of question marks around this company but then the picture could be a little rosier if all those things do come to to the fore right so they yeah. they certainly want to push for it and try to get there. no i mean mtn from a just from a structural point of view and from a broader thematic point of view yeah. are absolutely in the pound seats as kind of the main uh, telecommunications provider for for africa ex-south africa which you could argue is ex-growth yeah 
I mean, it's kind of on at the final frontier yeah, for, mm. for growth in telecommunications. The markets in which it operates still has low uh, cell phone penetration rates. It still has low smartphone penetration rates. So the scope for growth is amazing. If you can just get the regulatory environment stabilized a little mm. bit, um, I'm sure it will translate into fantastic gains for, for MTN. But mm. those, those risks are very real. So I wouldn't... Yeah. I wouldn't discount them um, quickly. Yeah, quite worrisome for them. And hopefully they get that sorted very, uh, very soon for themselves. Very quickly as well, Group 5, uh, share price falling as much as 44% yesterday, closing down 30%, down at 75 cents, however, a share. Uh, this was uh, on Friday after announcing that the CEO, Temba Musai, had resigned. Uh, so the company there is continuing to struggle. That construction sector clearly not doing too well either.